Welcome to this special episode of Here's Something Good, a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Today's episode is brought to you by Walmart. Each week, we aspire to bring you something good in the world, something positive, something useful, something that will help you through your day and help you toward a better tomorrow. Happy International Women's Day. Now, we at Seneca Women have been working for many years to advance women in the economy and around the world with a variety of partners. One of those partners is Walmart. In fact, in 2011, Walmart launched its Women's Economic Empowerment Initiative to bring more women into the supply chain. And I'm proud to say that Seneca played a big role in helping to build that program to make sure that one of the biggest companies in the world sources from women-owned businesses. To date, Walmart has sourced more than $20 billion from women-owned companies for products and services just in the U.S. alone. Now, Walmart is one of the world's largest retailers, so the opportunity to sell your products through them is a very big deal. Today, we're highlighting two amazing women-owned businesses whose products you can find right now on the shelves at Walmart. You'll hear from Gail Becker, the founder of Collie Power, and Lamaya Haley and Kristen O'Mealy, who founded Kids for Culture. First, let's hear from Gail, founder of Collie Power. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. So tell us what inspired you to start your own business. You know, it was really the convergence of three different things that happened in my life. One was this realization that I was not being fulfilled by my by life in corporate America. I worked my way up the ladder and realized I didn't like the view very much. <laughs> the second was this notion that I can't be the only person who thinks that, you know, 90 minutes is a ridiculous amount of time to make a pizza crust. And so I did see an opening and I thought, hmm, someone should do something about that. And then third, and, and, you know, in some ways, most importantly, was the passing of my dad, who was an entrepreneur. Uh, he came here with nothing, and he built a small American dream. And when he passed, I realized that, you know, I wanted to follow in his footsteps in some way. And, and so, you know, Collie Power ended up the, the, to be the way that, that I was going to do that. Well, that's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. So what challenges have you faced as a woman in the world of entrepreneurship? You know, the challenges have really been, you know, throughout the entire journey, even starting with, you know, trying to find someone to even create this product. I mean, we, you know, we are the ones that created the category. And when I went to co-manufacturers and said, you know, hey, I have no f experience in the food industry, but I'm really interested in making a pizza crust out of cauliflower. They looked at me like I had three eyes. And so it took me a long time to find someone who would actually even either believe in the concept or, you know, keep trying enough to, 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 to make it happen. I would say, you know, from there, raising money was also very challenging. I spoke to a lot of people. You know, I think when you're a woman trying to raise capital, less people are willing to take that risk. But trying to get people to understand the concept or buy into the concept or buy into the fact that I was the one to create this category, that also was a hardship, I think, because I was a, a female entrepreneur. Now, the reverse is also true. I've been given a lot of support and a lot of cheers of support by people who wanted to cheer on the female entrepreneur. 
And, you know, I really, really value those moments when people did that. Well, I have to say we are some of those people who want to cheer on women entrepreneurs and a lot of the obstacles that you've mentioned, we hear over and over again. But amazingly, you overcame those obstacles. I think you went from like zero to 100 million in three years, if I'm right. Yeah, that is about right. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. So how has partnering with Walmart impacted your business? When did you start working with them and, and what happened? You know, it's interesting because I don't think people realize just how big of a bet Walmart and I took on each other. So, you know, we launched in 30 stores in Southern California in February of 2017. By September of that year, we were in Walmart, which is virtually unheard of. Wow. So I was very, very fortunate that, you know, Walmart took a bet on a on a very small supplier and didn't just take a bet on me, but actually helped me overcome some hurdles that I, you know, that without their assistance, I don't know if I would have overcome. And we took a bet on each other very early on. And I'd like to say it paid off well for both of us. Well, I have to say, I think Walmart making the commitment to help women entrepreneurs be part of that supply chain, be suppliers to a company at scale is no small feat. What impact do you think they're having on the community or that they hope to have on the community through their partnership? You know, um, it's interesting. I I think in, in this respect and, and to your point, they have really led the way. And they have helped people realize why it's important to support female-owned businesses. And I think by Walmart actually celebrating that difference, knowing the importance of that difference, really speaks to um, you know what the con- what consumers are looking for, and what consumers are looking for is not just great food and not just great food at great prices, but they're looking for great food at great prices that actually stands for something that actually actually has a mission. I mean, most female um, founded companies, interestingly enough, have some kind of you know social mission as as Collie Power does. And it's really, you know, it's really Walmart that has sort of celebrated that for both the entrepreneur and also the end consumer. So finally, how does it feel when you walk into a Walmart and you see your product on the shelf? Well, it never gets old. Every time, no matter what door I happen to see, I definitely smile inside and I'm pretty sure I'm smiling on the outside too. It's a thrill and and it's one that I never take for granted. Well, it's been such a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. What an incredible story. After the break, we'll hear what Lamaya and Kristen have to share about their incredible experience building their company and working with Walmart. And now let's hear what Lamaya and Kristen, founders of Kids for Culture, had to say. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yes. So we are super inspired by your business. It is really an incredibly positive business to put out in the world. What inspired you to start your own business? 
So what really inspired us to start Kids for Culture was we saw the need for it in the market. There's so many brands, especially kids brands, that don't represent the multicultural world that we live in. So we really wanted to build a brand that is inclusive to everyone, not just one race, not just one culture, but include all races and all cultures. First of all, so important and such a big contribution. And I I know you started the company in the middle of the pandemic. How was that for you? It was challenging, but also rewarding in a sense. I was a preschool director when we started this business. And of course, you guys know that COVID hit the childcare industry pretty hard. So working on this business and building it during the pandemic was an outlet for me. So that's what I enjoyed most about it. I was actually previously working in the hospitality industry, kind of more on like the sales and marketing side. As you can imagine, the pandemic hit the travel industry, hospitality industry very, very hard. I was actually laid off shortly before we began. So it was like prime opportunity for me. It's like I had the time and it's like, why not? Like this is the perfect time to start your own business and to get it off the ground and get going. That's one of those amazing situations where something really negative is happening, but it opens the door to something super positive. You know, you start a business in the middle of the pandemic and there are so many challenges facing small business owners. What challenges did you face? Some of the biggest challenges that we faced was just getting product here. A lot of our product is manufactured in China. Um, So the time it took to get from China to the U.S. was just a long time. Like normally it should take a month. It took like four or five months to get products here. So when we first launched back in October, we launched with just one product. Of course, we had other products that were coming, but it just took so long for them to get here. So we had to push, you know, our launch dates back. And also just when we started the Walmart deal, we had to kind of rush kind of the design process in a sense, just because we knew that with deadlines and the time that Walmart wanted to launch the product, we had to make sure that we were hitting all of our milestones earlier so that we could, you know, leave some leeway for shipping time. Wow. That's kind of amazing in the amount of time. I mean, to partner with Walmart so early in your business cycle is is pretty exciting. And then in the middle of the pandemic, how has partnering with Walmart impacted your overall trajectory? Partnering with Walmart has been a dream come true. Um, It's still unbelievable that they found us so early on. We were less than six months into starting our business when Walmart found us on Instagram. And it really just kind of turned our world around in the most positive way ever. Um, We've gotten so much exposure from this partnership with Walmart. We're super excited. It's definitely um, what we was creating a plan for ourselves. We set goals and then it's like it happened so quickly. So it's like, pushing us. We're having to learn things so much quicker, which we greatly appreciate. Um, Walmart has been amazing in helping us work through the different hurdles and being patient with us because we're on a learning journey of our own. Um, So it's definitely pushed our path for our business timeline up much faster. (laughs) So in in the best way possible, though. (laughs) So how does it feel when you walk into a Walmart and you see your product on the shelf? So the products are starting to hit shelves now. Um, some Walmarts are getting them, bef- you know, before others. So in our actual areas, we haven't seen them yet, but we know within the next two weeks, we'll see it. I mean, Lamaya and I keep saying now, it just feels, you know, surreal. Like a lot of people are asking, you know, how do you feel about it? It just feels surreal. Um, I think maybe once we actually get into the store and see our product, I feel like it's just going to be like that moment's going to hit us. Like, I can't believe we did this. 
Well, given that your business is about creating positivity for children, and as you said, creating an inclusive culture and an inclusive environment for children, you obviously have a very mission-driven company. What impact do you feel that Walmart is having or hoping to have on the community? I think Walmart is trying to be more inclusive. I mean, Walmart has a very diverse customer base. So I think it's important for Walmart, for their customers to see themselves in their products, especially children. And so I think it's important for Walmart to include more diverse brands, brands that represent multiple races and multiple cultures into their stores and in their products. Well, we have to thank you for everything you've done. Again, amazing to do this during the pandemic and to go from kind of start to Walmart in such a short amount of time. It's probably could be a record. I know. (laughs) I think you might be setting a record here. So thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to seeing your product in store and of course, supporting you in any way along the journey. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you so much. What an incredible journey these women have had. It's really no small feat growing a business into one that can be found on the shelves of Walmart. So here are three things I took from the conversation. First, for women launching their own businesses, one of the most critical factors is finding a partner who believes in you. Both Kali Power and Kids for Culture were fortunate to partner with Walmart, which gave them access to retail expertise and a huge distribution channel. Second, as we've heard from these incredible business owners, Their life experience helped them identify a gap in the market. In Gail's case, it was cauliflower pizza. And for Lamaya and Kristen, they identified a gap in the market for inclusive children's products. Finally, what sets women-led companies apart is that so many of them are mission-driven. They have a big agenda and they're driven by purpose. And that gives meaning to their work and to their products. You can learn more at walmart.com slash celebrate her. Thank you for listening, and please share today something good with others in your life. This is Kim Azzarelli, co-founder of Seneca Women. To learn more about us and how you can support women-owned businesses every day, go to SenecaWomen.com or download the Seneca Women app free in the App Store. Here's Something Good is a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeart. For more podcasts from iHeart, check out the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have a great day.